Hello, hello. Welcome to the Mother Days podcast. I am your host, Sarah Wright Olson. And I'm Teresa Palmer. <laughs> we have another Ask Us Anything episode today. Yeah. So it's a shorty but a goodie. It's a shorty but a goodie. Um, I was just telling Teresa as we got on that I am here in Idaho still. And um, I just got my hair cut here. And <laughs> she was like, oh, how much was it? And I was like, $35. And I was like, <laughs> I go, That's Idaho. I did, before I left LA, I was like, you know what? I'm not getting my hair cut. It is so expensive to get your hair cut in LA. And anyway, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to order um, a pair of scissors off of Amazon and I'm going to cut my hair myself. I did. You're going to do it yourself. Yeah. Cause I was like, I'm not spending the money on, on doing <gasps> that. And then, um, thank goodness, uh, I ran into someone here that was like, Oh, we have a great barber here and they'll cut your hair. And I was like, awesome. How much is it? And they were like 35 bucks. And I was like, boom, it's a deal. <laughs> Done y'all. Done. Done. Oh. Do you know how much cash back you're leaving on the table settling for the wrong credit card? Imagine earning up to 5% cash back on your groceries for the next 30 years. Think of all that cash back on those overpriced kombuchas. NerdWallet helps everyone make smarter financial decisions today that future you will thank you for. With NerdWallet, you won't regret missing out on rewards. NerdWallet lets you compare smart cashback credit cards side by side to make the most of your everyday spending. So what could future you do with more cashback? Splurge on some fancy champagne with the gals or order fine dining to the house and watch a good true crime doco? Whatever it is, make it happen with a smarter cashback credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Nerdwallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It looks so good. Thanks, guys. Um, I love I mean, the Teresa, wave thank that you. you have in your hair. Do you plait your hair? Uh, well, I just did. Yeah, I had it braided, but um, but it is wavy like this all the time. So, <sighs> so nice. luckily enough, Chic I know yours is, yours is like that too. Um, so our last Ask Us Anything episode, we sort of got to the end of it, and we were like, oh, we really wanted to touch on this topic of healthy eating, um, healthy eating with kids and um, like setting up, you know, good healthy eating habits and family and, um, you know, whether you're vegan or vegetarian or pescatarian or you eat some animal meat, um, then, you know, we just kind of wanted to like touch on that because the question was, how do you get your kids to eat 
healthy foods. And it was from Cameron Ketchum. Well, yes. So Cameron Ketchum's asking us about healthy eating and exercise. And then the person from, yeah, from the last time was asking us about um, eating healthy with our kids. So um, how do you get your kids? Let's just smash them. Let's smash those two together. together. Okay. So how do you get your kids to eat healthy, Teresa? Well, I talked about this last time. Um, always have the baseline of the love well. Yes. So they have their grow every morning. So at least I know. I'm like, okay, cool. They enjoy their smoothie. They crave it. We make it together as a family activity. I We are a vegan family. So, um, and our supplements are vegan as well, love well, which is my nutritional supplement company. Um, we like to add in it a tablespoon of almond butter. Mm. So we love the sort of creaminess and it almost gives a caramel taste to the smoothies. So we do frozen banana, uh, two heaped teaspoons of love well per kid. So in our family, times out by four while we've been here in Byron, <laughs> times that by seven. Yeah, I know. We go through our grow packages a lot like, faster than most you're, go- you're like going through a lot of almond butter. That's like <laughs> I know, which is expensive. So almond expensive. Really expensive. Yes. But it's so good. It's one of those things that I've had mm-hmm. ever since I got interested in healthy eating in about 2010, 2011. Almond butter has been such a staple of mine yeah. because it's really rich in protein, but also the great healthy kind of fats. So, and you can't use it for kids at school either because any nut butters, any of that stuff, you can't pack in your kids' lunches because of children who are allergic to nuts. So whenever we're at home, we incorporate that um, in breakfast. So we do it in the mm. smoothie. And then what we do as a family, so my kids are obsessed with cereal, obsessed. And I do not like <laughs> let them have cereal. Yeah. I'm like the mean mummy that I know we don't have I'm cereal. Like, Absolutely not. Like there's too much sugar. I do not let them. But like I I'm so funny because I probably have more boundaries when it comes to cereal but then I'm quite open to letting them have boba tea with me so so Mark's always like what that's so hypocritical like you won't let me give them cereal here's what here's why I don't think that's true you have to look at the type of sugars you got to look at like anything that comes in a box or a bag is going to have preservatives in it it's going to be made in a lab over being made like you know pulled from the ground or the earth like boba tea like yes boba tea has some added um, sugar to it. it can and it also sometimes it doesn't but you can also ask for it without sugar yeah but I mean at least like the ingredients in that drink are just a few ingredients yes. it's not like cereal that has like so many additives and ingredients and like things so you many know things yeah yes and also for the morning like yes. not to start the day yeah you can't I just I'm like okay I'm not gonna then I'm not gonna start the day like giving them a smoothie that is so nutritious and then they're going to just put junk on top of that. No, I know. So I have this thing if they decide that they have to have uh, cereal because Mark's like, all right, I've bought the cereal and he tries to get the healthier kind. But even then I'm like, is there such a thing? Is there (laughs) such a thing? I will make all the kids, I make them the yummiest on sourdough bread because we love sourdough in our family, Um, smashed avo. So how I make it, is I just smash the avocado down. So again, really good, healthy source of fats. So smash it down and then I do a drizzle of olive oil on top and a sprinkling of lemon juice so that it 
tastes like lemon infused olive oil, which is really nice. We do salt, we do pepper. And then our family, because we're vegan, a really good source of um, protein is nutritional yeast. And it tastes so good. It's our favorite. We eat it every day. do you? Oh, it's yeah. so good for your body. So high good. in like B12. It's really amazing. So I sprinkle that on top Braggs? of the avocado toast. Is it the Bragg's? Bragg's. Yeah, Bragg's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not what we get. Uh, it is such, we always say it's such a vegan staple to have in your household because you add nutritional yeast to everything. And you guys aren't vegan and you add it to everything as well. So it's really healthy. Spring is here and school is coming to a close and life could not be crazier. Um, So one of the things that has helped our family so much on those super packed weekends and weekdays with sports and school and all the things has been Green Chef. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for clean eating, delivering pre-portioned and prep quality whole foods. Green Chef sends organic, fresh produce, responsibly sourced protein, and chef-designed recipes in every box. And for our family, we have two people who are gluten-free. So it's been amazing picking out these like gluten-free recipes with the kids. You can find clean meals to suit your lifestyle with preferences like Mediterranean, plant-based, gluten-free, protein-packed, keto, calorie-smart, and gut health. My kids love following along with the Green Chef recipes, pulling them out of the box, looking at the pictures, putting everything together. They put on their little aprons and we do it as a family. It's so fast. It saved us so much time. And it's been something really fun to do together and teach the kids new recipes. You guys can go to greenchef.com slash motherdays50 and use code motherdays50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next two months. Go to greenchef.com slash motherdays50 and use code motherdays50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next two months. Okay, guys, check out Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. All right, as you guys know, we are we are busy mums. We are dog mums, business mums, performance mums, school board mums. Life gets hectic. That's why we rely on our tried and tested go-tos to alleviate some of the chaos. NerdWallet helps you by maximizing your everyday spending, whether it's groceries for the week, drinks with friends, or a nice family meal. Do you know how much cash back you're leaving on the table settling for the wrong credit card? Imagine earning up to 5% cash back on your groceries for the next 30 years. I mean, come on, guys. Think of all the cash back that you're going to get on those kombuchas, on those frozen pizzas. NerdWallet helps everyone make smarter financial decisions today that future you will thank you for. With NerdWallet, you won't regret missing out on rewards. NerdWallet lets you compare smart cashback credit cards side by side to make the most of your everyday spending. So what could future you do with more cashback? A silent meditation retreat in Peru, a sweat lodge in India, whatever it is, make it happen with a smarter cashback credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Nerd Wallet. Finance smarter. As with all credit cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. All right, guys, we are a couple of tired mamas, and all we do is crave a spa day, and we deserve it. We always end up putting ourselves down the very bottom of our to do list. 
we jump from one activity to the next and we're always meeting the needs of everyone else around us. I think it is time for a little self-pampering. This Mother's Day, make every day a spa day for all the moms in your life with Osea's Mega Moisture Duo. It's a value pack of two luxurious body care moisturizers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion, both featuring Osea's signature, uplifting, all-natural citrusy scent. I think the greatest and most thoughtful gifts are the gifts that you actually like love yourself, something that you use on yourself. And I love using the Mega Moisture Duo. It makes my skin so glowy. It's like super hydrating, firming, smells amazing. When I give my kids a hug after a bath, they're like, you smell so good. (laughs) It is my absolute favorite gift and such a great gift for Mother's Day. Yes. Folding in self-care is a moment to practice mindfulness. It's self-love. It's compassion. And we all know if you run your battery flat, it's harder to recharge. A consistent body care routine promotes healthy, glowing skin and also supports your mental health. Treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean, vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOTHERDAYS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code MOTHERDAYS for 10% off. We've had such a food journey, though, with our family. Like, we used to be, like, full yes. on, all the meat, every, meat every meal, you know, all the time. Meat, meat, meat. Meat, meat, meat. <laughs> um, back in the day. And then uh, when, when when Esme, I think, was, like, one or something, she then we stopped eating meat altogether. And then we tried being vegan. And then we sort of did, like, vegetarian for a while. And, like, for three years, we and were – And then pescatarian. Yeah, for three years, were we were vegetarian. And then we would also eat some fish, um, so pescatarian. Um, and then when I got pregnant with winter, we started incorporating a little bit of like grass fed, organic, regenerative agriculture, farming, like very clean, you know, beef. And so we have a little bit of meat um, and then everything else. So what's funny in elk, I did for the fourth, (laughs) I had this, I think that's what it was. It was either elk or bison, but we had this, um, we had was called like a Frito pie. And uh, so <laughs> this is not she healthy eating. To me. Okay. I was like, oh my God. I was at like a 4th <laughs> of July festivity. This is the opposite of the way that I eat on a normal day-to-day basis. This is like, you know, bottom of the barrel is like a bag of Fritos with some like chili on top, cheese, yes. onions. But <laughs> I will say it. it's very American. And if you're going to eat something on the 4th and, you know, it could be vegetarian chili and then that changes everything, right? Um, <laughs> so, but this one was not vegetarian. I'm not going to lie about it. It was elk or <laughs> bison, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's my truth. We trip. have, oh, it's so easy to eat junky food. It's oh, so yeah. easy. Like Mark and I will so often, although Mark's on such a major health kick right yes. now, he is shredding. Uh, so even last night, like our friends, Chrissy and James, were here in Byron Bay. They have had a private chef come and like cook all these meals for the week and the chef is mainly plant-based but because our friends eat meat 
they have one one of them, like let's say the lasagna that we had the other night is a vegan lasagna and then they have a vegan lasagna but he's added, the chef added the um, animal meat. Okay. So we all get to still eat together. We're eating the same kind of thing but theirs yeah. has the um, animal protein. Um, so even with that, Mark has been so... I was like, it's lasagna. It's like beautiful made home lasagna by this incredible chef. Even there, Mark's has like had a sliver, just a tiny little piece of it. And then ate way more of the greens. And like he's on such a health kick. But he can very easily go down a path where, and I'm, I am swayed by him so much. So now he's on a health kick. I'm like, yes, I'm mm, also enjoying too. being healthy. Yeah. He, if he like goes for the vegan burger fries, I am right there with him. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yes, the juicy feral, bleh, like dripping down your chin. Yes. Like, oh, I love it. <laughs> and I have to say on my last movie, I ate so unhealthily. Oh. I was so I I would eat. Well, I had this like greasy pasta every single day. Oh my god! And <laughs> I would have my avocado toast with my nutritional yeast, but like I wasn't up on top mm. of my protein because yes, I like to be really super aware of my protein. Like there are so in greens, if you have like a big cup full of greens, um, you can get eight grams of protein. But I wasn't even having greens on my movie. Like yeah. I was just like pasta carbs boba tea salt and vinegar chips and i i can get into phases like that and as long as you can wheel it back and return back to the healthy eating then you're good so that's what we do at our house like we start we try and start the day off really well um if it falls apart in the middle of the day and the kids want to snack that's not quite as healthy we always try to return back to health so if baseline can be health with enough vegan protein and and for the person who asked about being um pregnant and vegan there's actually an amazing book that i had which is called your complete vegan pregnancy and it's an all-in-one guide to healthy holistic plant-based pregnancy by Mm. reed mangles so i had this book on my shelf when I first was pregnant and vegan, which I think was with Poet. I've only been vegan through two of my pregnancies, the last two. Um, And I just read that to make sure that I was keeping up with all my proteins and being healthy and trying not to dip into all the sort of junky habits that I can tend to dip into when I'm mm. pregnant. I'm like, wee, I like your set. Was it your second pregnancy where you're like, woo, <laughs> I'm just going to eat whatever I oh, want. Oh, yeah. Oh, when I was pregnant oh, with God. Esme, it was like, when I was pregnant with Wyatt, all I wanted was like jalapenos and hot sauce and like everything that's, sp- if my mouth wasn't burning and my eyes weren't watering, like I wasn't eating enough spicy food. Like that was just <laughs> all I wanted. And I was so, I so wanted Flaming Hot Cheetos, but Eric was like, you are not eating that garbage. Like that is so <laughs> bad for you. And so, um, and I was like, you're right. I'm not eating that, but give me like a pot of jalapenos and I can just like throw it down, you know? Um, so anyway, but in my second pregnancy, it was like all about donuts. Like I wanted donuts. I wanted, I wanted everything sweet. Like I would eat tons and tons of fruit, but I would just wanted cakes and everything. And I, Mm. I ate a lot. I remember having like two milkshakes in a week and I was like, this is too far. This is too much. Like (laughs) I am not used to having this much sugar and milkshakes are like something I would have like 
two times a year, like maybe three times a year. Like it wasn't, that was not like a normal thing for me. And I had two in a week. And so I was like, okay, this can be, this can definitely become a problem, <laughs> you know? Oh my gosh. Um, so nice though. It's yeah. delicious. I had donuts the other night right. at the little market. They oh, had these vegan delicious. cinnamon donuts and Mark goes and buys, and because he's on his health kick, yeah. he won't eat any of them, yeah. but he goes and buys like a dozen of them. And oh. I'm like, well, if they're just sitting there, then I just must I eat them because then they're just a waste. Exactly. They have to be eaten, you know? So in our family, I will say we're actually really similar. The kids will have an avocado toast in the morning and um, they usually will do it. We have these like regenerative agriculture, like gluten-free bagels that we get um, because Mm. I'm celiac, but um, the kids actually have a mixture of both. So if it's like something that's like gluten-free that has a whole bunch of junk in it, then that's not what we're going to go for. We've started to like see if they can handle having some wheat. And so we'll get them like the cleanest, like bakery loaf, or we'll make our own bread, which we have a bread machine. And so we do that a lot too. Um, but we have that in the morning with some avocado or I'll make eggs. Um, my favorite like breakfast brunch thing to make is, uh, something that Mark actually turned me on to when we were commune living, um, which is like a sweet potato hash. And so it's like sweet potatoes with like peppers and onions and tofu and you like scramble everything together and it's so good. And you put like a bunch of kale in there. Um, So we have that a lot. But honestly, like if you're thinking about what is it, how do we get our kids to eat healthy? um, One of them is modeling it. It's like the things that you're eating that you're snacking on, like what it is that you make for a meal, you make that meal for everybody. You don't like make your meal and then make the kids something else. Like really, Mm -hmm. and you know, maybe the first couple of times it's like a fight and you can only get a couple of bites into them or like whatever it is, but you really want to model like we're eating together, we're having the same food, like this is the food that nourishes our body. We eat these things because they make us healthy and strong and like grow bigger and you know, all of those things. So, you know, we have a lot of conversations surrounding that we always have with our kids yes they love pasta and french fries and hot you know hot dogs and burgers and like all the things just like any other kid does but um but the normal day-to-day food we're talking vegetables proteins um nuts and nut butters and fruit and trying to get like a colorful plate going and that's not always easy and we know that so i have lots of friends Mm -hmm. who have kids who have you know just sensitivities like they don't there's certain things are are slimy or weird and you know winter is my youngest and she's by far um the most sensitive to food she there's things that she can't eat and she doesn't want to or she'll but I always just say like just try it just try it give me like a couple of bites just try it and it's not not her thing, you know, like she'll like spit yeah. it out. And, but I know for sure. At least she's trying At least it. she's trying it. But I know she'll eat avocado. I know, There's a few things mm. that I'm like, I know that I can get, give that to her sort of on the side, like broccoli. Mm. She loves broccoli. So I'm like, yeah, so at least great. I know that that's like a backup if I need it. Um, and if she's like really hungry, but I'm just always trying to like slip in things. And sometimes you guys like the bento box, I post about bento boxes a lot. A bento box is this like little lunchbox and it makes everything look so fun and cute and separated. And like your broccoli goes here, your hummus is here, your, you know, your, um, 
carrots are here. You have a whole row of blueberries with cute little strawberries, you know, next to it. And then you have your main little like veggie wrap or whatever it is that you have in there. And so the kids like, you know, they get to pick and choose and eat, but you know that all the things that they're choosing, if they're even choosing like two or three things, they're going to be nourishing and healthy for them. So it's one way to try to incorporate healthy things is by presenting it in a way that looks more exciting to the kids. (laughs) You know, it's creative. Yeah. I wanted to jump on what you said because I think that is so important, Sarah, because so many parents I know will cook children-friendly foods and then have something separate for like themselves and their partner, something a little bit more creative in the tastes. But we used to do that. We did used to do that because we were like, oh, look, we know that they're going to have this kind of pasta. Like one of the go-to pastas was like, pasta with pine nuts and for their protein and you know olive oil and broccoli and olives that was like one of their main things that they used to love so now that they're a little bit older and I think prairie gets the benefit of this being so little that little girl will eat anything no matter how crazy it might taste like spicy stuff she will just Mm. pound everything and anything because we really switched up from making separate meals for the kids and it's been a great example here in Byron having this fancy chef cook these meals he made a vegan curry and last night Mark's like oof I don't know like let's just see and you know our friends here were like our kids are definitely not going to eat that and I think they gave <laughs> one of their kids the curry and their other two they made them something more plain and Mark's like all right I was like do you know what let's just see let's put it in front of them and let's just encourage them to eat it and say yep that's dinner that's it that's what you get and all of them ate it every single one of them ate it and it took them a moment like they had their first bite and I could see them all sort of processing it apart from Prairie who's just pounding it she's like wow yum <laughs> um, like she knows no different because we mm-hmm. haven't done that with her we haven't yeah. given her child-friendly foods and she's yeah. almost two so we've just let her have all the adult food mm. and I have to say it's made such a big difference and I kind of wish that I did that earlier um, but all the others are really getting there now, especially Bodhi. He's got a really creative, like he will experiment with his palate. It's amazing. And Forrest and Poet are really getting there now too. So I think your point is really important to just highlight because it's worth giving it a go, mm-hmm. starting to transition away from just like the melted cheese sandwiches after school and the, like the plain pasta that, you know, your kids will eat or yeah. the pizza or the garlic bread. Um, yeah. And you can, no age is too young to start doing that. Yes. No, for sure. I mean, I, we, we just went on a trip and um, we went to this restaurant and Wyatt is like, look, I'm, I'm, I have an appetite, you know, like he's in water polo, he's in swim and he's like, can't be ordering off the children's menu. We're always like order off the children's menu. We're like staying at a hotel and like the kids' menu's free, you know. But a lot, of, but <laughs> yeah. a lot of times it's like, you know, it's like the same thing where it's like hamburgers and pasta and hot dogs. And some some are more creative than others. Some places and this place was actually much more creative. So it's like you could get like a Caesar salad or like mm. you know whatever. There was like a few different options that were great. And um and he was like, but I really want the squid ink pasta. And I was like. <laughs> 
Okay. Well, okay. Thirty five dollars later. I'm like, okay. So I've created a monster. I mean, he's like, yeah, I'll have yeah. the um, squid, and uh, oh, can God. I also get you know? They're just, it's amazing. I love it, and it's, it gets it's, to that age, doesn't it? I and know. You're like, wow. Like, mm, this is when they say, because like, <laughs> I don't notice how expensive the additional children are Ooh. until they get to like Bodhi's age oh, and all and of a sudden like, you are ordering like four different it's like one for Isaac like one for Mark one for me to dial down Brody. where we go and eat it's like okay yeah. well Chipotle uh, sofritas uh, sounds <laughs> great Chipotle. right now <laughs> you love Chipotle I, I know. feel like they need to sponsor the podcast <laughs> <laughs> I do it's so funny even for Mother's Day I went to Chipotle because I was like mm, this, this crispy tacos my kids love they got became <laughs> so obsessed with the vegan um so fritas when we were like not eating oh, meat and so wow. they eat that it's like tofu and it's in all these like spices and stuff and so that's their like favorite thing to have and so yum i love tofu tofu so done bad. right tofu, tofu done, done right is Ooh, so bad not great no bueno not great. No so bueno. plain yes it needs to have all the spices it needs to be like have the little crispy edge yes and not uh, too for me. Delish. I don't like the big chunks of it. I want it to be like, like tiny. cut into small little dice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yum, yum, yum. Like a tofu so scramble. Yum, yum. Delish. Um, okay. What's our next question? Well, we have a question from Gemma Dale. Okay. Uh, hi, Gemma. She says, can you talk about your extended breastfeeding journey mm. feeding through toddlerhood? She has an 18-month-old who is very rough. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I feel you, girl. Ugh. Yeah. You are you are currently of the two of us. You are currently breastfeeding the oldest child. I I weaned my four year old. Yes. <laughs> a couple of months she, ago, I was like just recently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A couple of months ago, she uh, said bye bye to that last breastfeed before bed. I know. So, how's winter with the extended breastfeeding? She loves to have her milkies. Like you know, she always from from the time that she could talk or gesture, she was telling me when it was time for her nap. So she's like, mm. I want my nap. You know, she'll like be like, I'm tired. It's time, you know, and she'll feel like a little delirious, but she's like, I'm ready. And I'm always like, oh, right. It is time. Um, so she comes and gets me for nap so that she wants milkies, but for nap time, she has milkies in the morning and then sometimes in the afternoon and then like in, you know, at night. And there's like one time, usually like once at night in the middle of the night somewhere that she'll wake me up. I don't really know what time it is anymore. Um, I feel like it's the wee hours. I feel like it's somewhere in the five o'clock range. Cause I can usually see the moon like in the sky getting lighter. Mm. So, um, she, nurses and pinches the other boob and it hurts it's so you guys and I fight her so hard on it I like push her hand away and she like gets it back and I like smash my other boob with my hand and then she like wiggles her little tiny fingers underneath there we get into like a hand war fight over the nipple and I'm like (laughs) and then when people are like why don't you just not let her and I'm like because at some point you just give in and then I'm just sitting there like tweaking waiting for her to stop (laughs) doing it so I can go to sleep um that and then when she falls asleep sometimes she like bites onto the nipple accidentally like locks on and then I have to pry her mouth open and like push her off but um yeah I mean mostly it's it's been great it's been a great journey I mean I'm starting to see the end a little bit myself where I'm just like I feel Mm -hmm. like we're getting there um to where like it's it's not totally necessary to happen all the time although through the cold and flu season that we just had I was so grateful 
to have breastfeeding yes. because she um, was so sick so much that like it was a constant nourishment and um, replenishing like, you mm-hmm. know, those like electrolytes and keeping her hydrated and everything. So anyway, I feel and you. she's two and a half. She's yeah, she'll be three in September. Um, so I feel you it's tough when they get rough but I think the best thing to do is to to keep telling them like you know that really doesn't feel good like I I love giving you milkies I love nursing you but when you do this or you do this like it actually hurts me and you don't want to hurt mommy right and winter's always Mm -hmm. like no you know and so then she'll be like I'm like show me gentle and then she'll like pretend to show me gentle you know she'll Mm -hmm. like kind of pat me and um I think that that's better rather than not addressing it. I think you have to address it because, um, you know, just sort of like continuing to nurse and like they're being sort of rough with you and you're just kind of like ah, agitated, but like you have and to confiding them. Yeah. You have to confront feelings. it. You know, you got to yeah. like talk about it in a gentle way. And then, um, and always, always, always with breastfeeding, like when you get extended breastfeeding, if you're getting to the point where you're okay, I think I'm done. Like then, that's Listen. okay. <laughs> Listen yeah. to that voice because um, you really have to be there mentally, physically. Like it's important to be able to show up. And if you're dreading every nursing session because it's become too much mm. or rough or whatever, you just don't want to get to that place. It's not going to be yeah, good for you. You don't want to take away yeah. from the positive feelings that you've had that's right. nursing that child. And so I feel like that that's a good indication if you're getting to the point where you're having like nipple aversion and it's yes. not feeling good. That's probably a good indication that you're ready to start slowly transitioning yes. out of that experience. I sort of, I tried <laughs> to do that thing, you know, where they say like, just let them, <laughs> let's let them decide themselves when yeah. you do the like, you don't offer them. And if they don't ask, like, that's how a lot of people just stop nursing. But yeah. it was so relentless. Like yes. she asked and asked and asked and asked and asked. Like, and she would have still asked. Oh, for sure. And in fact, like the other day, she even said to me, she was like, oh, it's just so sad that I don't have mama milk. So sad. And I just was like, that's not oh, going to stop. Still remembers. I have to tell you that Esme still looks at, and Esme is almost seven years old and she still watches Winter Nurse sometimes. And she's like, oh, Winter's so cute. And then she'll sit in my lap and lay her head against me. And she's like, I miss nursing so much. Oh, and I'm like, oh, she's babe. like, I just wish I could have a little milk. And I'm like, I know, I hear you, but no. <laughs> I've I tried saying that like you know the boobies really understand when it's time to move away from nursing when yeah when you get old enough the boobies know so it only makes enough milk the kind of milk yes that's right for your little sister that's the kind of milk the boobies are making now and for so many years it made the poet milk and then it made the poet prairie milk and now it's just making the prairie milk so I'm trying to say like uh, (laughs) okay fine I don't care I'll have some prairie milk. I'll have like, the prairie whatever. milk. Whatever. I'll have the prairie milk. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh. oh. Well, I, you know, my nursing journey obviously has been really long. Um, every single day since 2014, February 17th, without a break. Um, so oh I, yeah, I was thinking, I was like, oh, if I have another one, which I think I'm going to have another one. I'm not at that point of not wanting to have another baby um will this be the first time that I stop and then 
get pregnant and then, or am I going to be pushing through until she's three and a half and then mm. I'm pregnant and then I'm having, I just wonder, I'm like, so am I just going forever? Yeah. Am I going forever? Wow. Yeah, but every baby's different and, um, yes. you know, pole was probably the hardest for me to wean. Uh, Forrest was so easy. In fact, Bodie was very easy too and they were, he was three and a half. Forrest was like, like closer to four Mm. and then poet was like basically her fourth birth wow so good luck put the boundaries in place listen to your intuition and um yeah sarah is there anything else um yes i feel like we had somebody asking about um someone was asking about health after uh having a baby um, and I, and also about celiacs, I'm going to ask this about celiacs. So I was just quickly going to quickly going to touch on that. So, um, somebody was asking about health and exercise after having a baby. Um, but postpartum, and she was saying it was, she was a couple of years out, you know, from having her baby. Um, and you know, I think you have to just like, listen to your body, see what makes you feel the best. And, you know, it's, it's interesting. Everybody's going to feel different. I go through these times in postpartum where I'm like, I am not going anywhere near an exercise. Like I want (sighs) to live in my like postpartum skin and I want to have this time with my baby. And then I've had other times in postpartum where I'm like ready to go on my walks and like, you know, wearing my exercise clothes and like that kind of stuff. So it's really different. I don't know if that's a hormonal thing or if just it's like a state of mind um, in postpartum. But um, I just I think the best thing is like listening to where you're at and what you need um, during that time and eating, really focusing so much on eating nourishing foods and um, things that are going to give you energy. You know, those like dark leafy greens, like having nut butters, you know, things that are Mm -hmm. just going to keep you going and like. Um, you know, when you're tired, all you want to eat is like a bag of Fritos, right? Or like Mm -hmm. something just yuck that you know is going to taste really yummy in the moment and fill that like give you that thing in your mind where you're just like ah yum this is so good but really it's not nourishing you in any way and it's actually going to deplete you even more just like you know you're being depleted already if you're nursing or just that you know those hormones in postpartum so um but I was going to say that one thing that I've been doing recently just one day I was like, you know, I, I've been trying so hard to incorporate because I know it's important to exercise, to get that blood flow going, um, just for my like mental state and starting my morning with those like gratitude lists and intentions. And like, you know, I've been in this very different place over the last, you know, six months, like where I have been waking up in the morning and I'm doing my like gratitude and, you know, just walking through, um, my day a little bit differently so that it's not just that I wake up and it's work, 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 because that's what, that's what I normally would do. And I'm trying to give myself this like space of, um, you know, carving out a little bit of time and, um, you know, it's like, it's like your own version of self-care, self-care. But, um, I noticed that I was like, you know what, I'm going to try doing something where I'm a little bit more consistent. And I started getting up and doing either. So I have a, a, the Peloton app. And so I get up and I do either yoga or bar or weights, like a strength workout. And I was like, what if I just keep going? And I do it every morning for like 20 minutes or 30 minutes and see what happens. And so it's been about 30 days, you guys. And I have what? been. Yes. 
And I have been working out for 30 days um, every single morning. And it started when the kids were still in school. So like I would get up in the morning and I would go make a coffee and I would leave the front door open and I would go down to our garage and I would start my workout. And the kids, when they woke up in the morning, their PJs, that's where they would come and find me. So like, you know, and even winter, which was great. So then that was when I started to get a little bit more consistent. And then I started doing it where I'm like, I think I need to do this every day and see if I can be consistent. And how does that make me feel? And when I started going to bed at night, it started to make me like excited about getting up tomorrow. It's the craziest. This has never happened to me. I'm not this person. I'm not this person, but I am craving this routine because after I do it, I feel really good. And I'm like, okay, I can start my day. And I like take a shower and I'm like doing my work and you know, whatever I need to do. Um, But it's been awesome. And I'm just wanted to put that out there that maybe routine is something that, um, that, you know, that some of you need for or consistency of some sort, even if it's 20 minutes, if it's a meditation, if it's a yoga Mm. on your app, like some kind of app, um, whatever it is, but carving out that time if you can. Um, And that's me waking up like before or as the sun is coming up. So that's very, very early in the morning, but it's like, you know, helping me be consistent. Anyway, so that was my little tidbit there. Um, And then maybe we should, maybe we have to get to celiac the next time because there's just so much to unpack with celiac. So for the person who asked about celiac disease, we will um, hit that up on our next Ask Us Anything Um, because I am, I have celiac disease. It's a tough autoimmune disease, um, but I've, you know, not eaten wheat in 15 years. So um, I definitely know a lot about it and can help with lots of different things that you can do that makes you feel less, you know, like you're missing out on so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, thank you guys for all, all the right, questions. Um, yes. And you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you, Daisies. We'll Thanks, see you soon. Daisies. Have a great day. <laughs> Bye. Bye.